declared here at the medieval mosque. That building lies in ruins after the Islamist militants blew it up as Iraqi forces moved in. The loss of Mosul means ISIS is no longer the same for better or worse. It's no longer the quasi-state that it projected itself to be, said Hassan Hassan, a resident fellow at the Tahrir Institute for Middle East Policy. The offensive has been grueling according to aid groups. Thousands of civilians have been killed. Much of the western districts have been shattered by U.S.-led coalition airstrikes as well as Islamic State car bombs and shelling. In the final days of the battle, commanders said militants had sent suicide bombers out among fleeing civilians and used children as human shields in the winding alleyways of the old city. Standing in the ruins of what was once a family home, Staff Sergeant Rosul Saeed said the fight had been incomparable. It is the hardest battle we have ever fought. At the end, we are bogged down in alleyways without vehicles, alone against the enemy, he said. And they have got women in there. They have trapped children. The city, like others in Iraq, has been devastated by the military campaign to dislodge the Islamic State. The United Nations predicts that at least $1 billion will be required to rebuild Mosul's basic infrastructure. More extensive reconstruction could cost billions more. In the old city, streets have been leveled. Rubble and twisted rebar are piled high through the alleyways. Burying mattresses, flip-flops, and other remnants of the lives Islamic State fighters built there. No one here knows how many civilians also remain under the rubble of their homes. Trump vows to move forward in working constructively with Russia after Putin denied election hacking by Philip Rucker and David A. Farenhold in the Washington Post Post-Politics section. I'm Sam Scholl. President Trump vowed Sunday to move forward in working constructively with Russia including forming a cybersecurity unit between the two countries after Russian President Vladimir Putin denied any interference in the 2016 U.S. election. Trump's pledge to partner with Putin on cybersecurity drew swift and stern denunciations from both Democratic and Republican officials who described the U.S. president as dangerously naive for trusting his Russian counterpart. Trump said he strongly pressed Putin twice about Russian meddling in the election during their Friday evening in Germany and that Putin vehemently denied it. U.S. intelligence agencies have concluded definitively that Russian authorities tried to influence the election in Trump's favor, with illegal hacking and propaganda and other activities. But Trump's public comments on the matter have been far less definitive, varying widely from tepid acknowledgement to outright doubt about Russia's role. Trump did not say whether he accepted Putin's denial, stating only, I've already given my opinion. Putin and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov have said that Trump believed Putin's assurances that Russia did not interfere in the election. White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus disputed Putin and Lavrov's accounts. It's not true. Priebus, who did not attend the Trump-Putin meeting, said on Fox News Sunday, the president absolutely did not believe the denial of President Putin. Under questioning from Fox host Chris Wallace, Priebus showed varying degrees of certainty about whether Trump believes Russia meddled in the election. He said they probably meddled in the election. They did meddle in the election, Priebus said, seeming to grow more certain. But then Priebus seemed to back off. Yes, he believes that Russia probably committed all of these acts that we've been told of. But he also believes that other countries also participated in this activity. Trump's Sunday morning statements came in defiant tweets he issued from the White House, to which he returned late Saturday after a three-day visit to Hamburg, where he met with Putin and other world leaders on the sidelines of the Group of 20 summit. In his tweets, Trump repeated his false accusation that President Barack Obama did nothing after first learning of Russia's role in the hacking Democratic email servers to influence the outcome of the election. He also chided the news media, among other statements. John Brennan, who served as CIA director under Obama and ran the agency's response to Russia's election interference, chastised Trump on Sunday 
for repeatedly casting doubt on the conclusions of the intelligence community, including at a news conference last week in Poland. I seriously question whether or not Mr. Putin heard from Mr. Trump what he needed to about the assault on our democratic institutions, Brennan said on NBC's Meet the Press. Brennan added of Trump, he said it's an honor to meet President Putin, an honor to meet the individual who carried out the assault against our election. To me, it was a dishonorable thing to say. Trump's pledge to work with Putin on cybersecurity came as U.S. government officials told the Washington Post that Russian government hackers were behind recent intrusions into the system of U.S. nuclear power and other energy companies. Trump also said on Twitter on Sunday that the United States would not lift sanctions on Russia until the Ukrainian and Syrian problems are solved, a reference to Russia's intervention in Ukraine and role in the Syrian civil war. Trump said the issue of sanctions was not discussed in his meeting Friday with Putin, apparently contradicting Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, who was in attendance.